The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Pia Berengini, a creative director of LPA, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a dog mom based in Los Angeles. This is my new podcast, Everything is the Best, where we basically ask interesting people, how did you go from zero to yacht? I'm always curious how the hell people became successful, and I figured you would be too. Get on the internet with me. Let's laugh, let's cry, let's overshare, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Check out new episodes every Wednesday. It's all for you, baby. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. Hey, it's Mariana. Welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. In this episode, I have the founders behind Joja, Jasmine Tooks and Josephine Scriver. They started as models, turned friends. They were models for the Victoria's Secret fashion show where they used to work out for the shows together. And then that started their love of fitness and their Joja account, which now turned into a brand. Their activewear is so cute. If you guys haven't seen it yet, I love it. It comes in the best colors. It's so cute. I love how the fabrics are. So I think you guys will too. We talk about their wellness tips, their morning routines, how they get motivated for workouts and all about the brand if you guys want to hear from the founders of joja keep listening and don't forget to subscribe to my podcast because i've got new episodes every tuesday so i'm pretty sure i know how you guys met but for people that don't know how did you meet <laughs> you want to tell the story <laughs> so like, <laughs> i mean we've been friends for over a decade now but it definitely started out in high fashion we were both walking shows very green very new very young both too shy to really talk but I think after staring at each other for five years and not really communicating much and being at every show, we finally both started working for Victoria's Secret. And through that, we really just fast became friends. We were both like super into fitness and set a lot of the same like passions of that life and what we wanted to do with our careers. And it just really took off from there. And then did you guys start training for shows together? How did the whole fitness part come into this friendship? Yeah, I mean, I think just with Victoria's Secret, the fashion show, we were one of the few or two of the few girls mm-hmm. that actually really liked to weight train. And we are or we were both born like very slim and on the slender side. So we were always trying to like get in the gym and get a butt or get hips or get something. <laughs> get a little shape in there. Because <laughs> we always looked up to like the 90s supermodels who had the most beautiful, like voluptuous bodies. So we really like trained together, worked hard lifting weights and were each other's buddies. And what was your fitness routine like getting ready for a show? We both like work out a lot in general. We love the gym, but when it comes to the Victoria's Secret show, we definitely didn't skip a day. For us, it was like, it was basically how big can your butt get before the show? How much tightness can I, what's the most I can like, the peak I can put my body in? And that's why it was so fun also having a friend with you, someone who was always at the gym. We're like, if it was 6 a.m., we needed to do it before shoot or anything because we're still working full time. But having that, like, we literally would be, in the gym before everybody every day. Yeah, and it was a lot of weight training, squats, lunges, mixed in with Pilates. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was a huge kind of thing to get the sort of right shape that we were looking for. for our I also feel like, and maybe this sounds crazy, but because it's such a trend now on, online to lift and do, but I feel like we were really one of the first, especially models, because I remember when we started, everybody was like, oh, don't lift, don't get bulky, don't do this, it's not good for you. And then she had lifted before me and I saw what the change it did for her. And I got super motivated and extremely fascinated. I was like, how did this happen? She's like, oh, come with me to the gym. And then when you guys train for a show like that, are they providing you trainers? Are they paying for it? Are you guys paying for it yourself? Like, what is that like? So we've always had a really good relationship with Dog Pound, which started in New York City. We were actually working out there before there was even 
weights in there. It was just like walls, cardboard walls. <laughs> we were working on a, in a construction site at the time. But we built a great relationship with Dog Pound. So they, Kirk, who owns the company, was super nice to let us come in there and train for free. And we sort of, you know, helped him out as well and promoted him a lot on social media. Those workout looks really intense. I've never gone. I always see it online. I'm like, I want to go, but I look a little bit scared. Is it scary? <laughs> oh my gosh, you have to come with us one okay. time. No, it's not scary. I think there's what's also so cool about Dog Pound is that there's so many different trainers. So if you want to do more Pilates style workout, there's someone for that. If you want to go intense cardio, there's someone for that. Or if you want to do weightlifting like we do. Yeah, they're really good that. at tailoring. Yeah, amazing to what you need. Okay, so what does your workout routine look like now? I, for me, I'm still like lifting a lot, but I probably like 50-50 on Pilates and weight training. We both are not necessarily cardio people. <laughs> I hate cardio. I can barely like run a block. It's really sad, but I'm really good at weightlifting. So I'll do like maybe one or two days of weights and then two other days of Pilates. Well, you guys are both really busy. So how are you fitting in time for fitness into your routines? Or do you just try to like make it a habit? I think once you've done enough, it becomes really much of a habit of your life. Like I always make sure whatever I stay at hotels, the only request I have is like there's a gym. I need a place to like work out. But yeah, it's the first thing I do in the morning because there's nothing else can get in the way. At least I need five hours of sleep. Any less than that, I try and like prioritize sleep. But other than that, it really is just like just wake up and do it. Yeah, I find that if I wait until the end of the day to schedule my workout, it doesn't happen because something pops up with Joja or something pops up with modeling. So I know if I work out between like 6 and 7.30 a.m., no one can disrupt They're not going to call again. <laughs> I know. I like in the morning because it's just out of the way and I'm like done because the later it gets in the day, the less likely I'm going to do something. And you feel so much better about your day I feel well. so much better. Okay, so the two of you guys are getting ready for shows. You're working out together. When did the Joja account become a thing? It became, I think, actually pretty early on because it became a thing already in 2016. Yeah, 2016. Was when we started the JoJo account because, again, there was all this stigma about how to work out and how the girls were just skinny and fuss. It was like, we wanted to show that side or that preparation, not just for the show, but like all year round. And like the hardest thing for a lot of girls we found out was like the motivation or feeling nervous about going to the gym. So we just really wanted to like share that. And like doing it with a friend was just so motivating. And then what kind of content had you been posting on there for the last six years? And how did you turn that into now a brand? <laughs> so crazy that it's a brand now. So we originally started only posting workouts. Like it was strictly just us in the gym. Sure, or we found really fun ways to use each other as weights. So like I would hold her legs and do a squat or something. And we just found these really fun ways for girls sort of to bond with each other and work out at home. And that was, I think, the core of our posting really yeah it was right? a lot like everything you can do with a partner it was a very partner focused because that's a lot of what we did like we really just shared our life yeah and then were you guys monetizing that account like doing sponsored content working with other brands or how are you like leveraging the account Joja never really did a sponsored anything wow no I don't think we've ever that done was just sponsored. for fun like not for fun but it, it was just it was purely to share and motivate other girls and like get that content out because it didn't fit as much in our own private. Mm -hmm. Because that's where we leveraged like sponsored things. And like yeah. there's a lot more business personally for both of us and our accounts. Or Jojo was just it was a safe space to just. Yeah, we were approached by a lot of people over the years. Like, oh, Jojo and a water bottle, you know, let's do these kinds of things. And we, for some reason, not even thinking it was going to be a brand, just kept it so close to ourselves. And we're like, no, this is just a nice sort of space where girls can come and feel inspired and motivated. And we don't want to turn it into a like 
you know, money grab. I'm so excited because it is the holiday season and I love to prep for fall and winter months. I'm already thinking about things I want to do for myself, my hair, skin, nails, scalp, and also the gifts I'm going to get other people. So in this time of year, especially, I love to use hair masks and take supplements. And I like to do my holiday shopping a little bit early. So if you guys are thinking about some hair and gift sets for other people, you guys can give the gift of healthy hair because the holidays are just around the corner. So don't be left unprepared this season. Way has everything you need to keep your hair healthy and looking great all winter long. Plus, they got amazing gift sets that everyone on your list will love. What I like most about Waze products is that they just actually work. So I've been using them ever since they launched the brand. And before I just felt like my hair needed some help, especially if it needed like a reset because I've been using too many products in my hair. I need something to detox it or my hair is just dry from overstyling. So some of my favorite holiday gifts that I think you guys will love for other people are their best-selling leave-in conditioner and the detox shampoo. So the leave-in conditioner helps with frizz, tingles, and flyaways. It's really good for all hair types. And then the detox shampoo, I definitely use a lot of dry shampoo. So it cleanses product buildup, hard water deposits, dirt, oil, and other impurities. And if you want to get these as a gift for yourself or for someone else, get the Way Better Together kit. It's a full-size leave-in conditioner and a full-size detox shampoo for just $40. This is the perfect gift or if you're trying to get the best way for yourself. Discover all the ways to share joy this holiday season. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com slash Mariana15 to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com slash Mariana15. Okay, so then you guys are building this community online. You've had it for so many years. When were you like, okay, there's something here. We want to start something together to make a tangible good. <laughs> it kind of came from the, like the community. They kept asking what were we wearing. They kept just having so many questions about everything. And we had, over the years, always just shot for so many sports brands and, like, done so much. And we had this box at Jasmine's house where we just, like, kept the tights we liked and the things we didn't like and why we liked that and what fabrics we loved and, like, things you can't even buy anymore. And I think we always unconsciously, like, wanted to create something. And, like, it's just never the right timing because we were both traveling so much. So... But I would say, like, the thought already happened around, like, 18, 19. We yeah. started being like, something is here. Well, a lot of girls would comment on our page, what are you guys wearing? And we're like, we would always respond because we wanted to share. And then it started to sort of, like, keep happening. And I was like, wait, what if we could just say we were wearing our own products and stuff that we actually love? Like, we work out in so many other people's brands. Like, it does not make sense not to have our own. And we went through a thought process of, like, do we put out a workout at first or do we put out a, a powder first or what makes the most sense to put out first? And active wear was the clear winner because we film all the videos. So we're like, might as well wear the clothes. Other things, like <laughs> being like 10 years in fashion, we had so many creative ideas and we've learned so much. So like we also kind of want to put that on paper because we live and breathe in our workout clothes and it wasn't always so cute to walk around in after. And I, even though we tried to style it, but I also felt like I had to change going into set or going to work. So we really just wanted to have something we could live in like outside of the gym as well. Okay, so you guys start working on the brand. Then what? You guys come together. How did you make this a reality? Lots of meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I remember us sitting in my house. I think it was kind of right when COVID started. So about two years ago. And we were actually approached by a brand to do a collaboration with them almost signed the deal and then COVID hit and we were like no let's figure this out on our own but we have absolutely no, <laughs> no. idea how to do this my husband is 
very knowledgeable in business. So he was like, look, I can't tell you how to do it, but you can go and use your network, which we are very fortunate to have like so many amazing relationships. So we picked up the phone and called every single person we knew that either had a business or was starting a business or had sold a business. And we were like, please guide us and help us and tell us the steps that you went through and your downfalls and your high points. And we just, I don't even know how many meetings we did. Probably a hundred people. We, we, we spent to. all of 2020 like on phones and Zooms. Yeah. And I think we were lucky too that people had the time to pick up. And we really just educated us fully for a full year, like trying to figure out how can we do this? Are we doing it ourselves? Are we doing it with a partner? We went fully independent, found one amazing guy who's an advisor. So whenever we, what do we do with this? But that was me and Jazz the full first year. And then we really honed in and was going to launch in 21. And then COVID still was a thing. <laughs> and then supply chain issues and kept moving it back. And then finally in 2022, February, we were able to like launch. And then in that time, you guys got to reach out to so many people. Do you remember a piece of advice that really stuck out from you that somebody gave to you? I think one bit of advice, and I don't remember who it was, but it always stuck with me, was to just go for it and don't let anyone take any part of your brand. Own 100% of it and just go as far as you can until you can't anymore. <laughs> yeah. So because we were, again, so close to being like partnering with someone and they're like, oh, we'll take 70% of your brand and just use your names. And we're like, oh. I don't know. This doesn't sound smart. So that one piece of advice really stuck with us. And we've done that ever since. I also started our business Summer Fridays. We started Independent too. It comes with its challenges. So like what are some of the hard things that I think people might not realize that you guys do and work on for the brand when you started? I mean, I think the hardest part is like you will not be able to do it all by yourself and trusting other people to do their job, but also realizing nobody's going to love your brand as much as you do. It's not their baby. So like, but if you can find someone who's just like 70% as intense as you are, I think you've got a really good job. But it's just the unpredictability of the industry. The supply chain factory talks is a really <laughs> new world that none of us had really seen. I, I think if I'd started a brand before I started modeling, I would have had a whole different respect for clients I've ever worked with now. I'm like, oh, I totally get it. I'm sorry. But yeah, I really, for me, it was learning to share and ask for help. Yeah. I mean, I was even answering customer service emails from the beginning. And I had to remind myself, these people don't know that they're talking to me. <laughs> Just be patient. Don't scream back at them if they, you know, my order hasn't arrived yet or something. I'm like, breathe. And I also had to learn a lot about just patience overall because, you know, you prep for a legging that doesn't come out until eight months. And you're just like, oh, I want it to come out now. I'm so excited. So just like reminding myself to like be calm and be patient and just like go with the flow. Which is such a transition because I think we talk about this a lot in modeling. It's such an instant gratification. You do a job, it comes out, boom. Here it's like, no, no, we started the idea in 2016. We then put a real thought to it. And it still took like till 2022 for anything physically to come out. And do you feel like it's made you better models now that you have your own brand, like being on the, the brand client side? <laughs> yeah, I totally think so. I, but I also think now you walk in, we knew a lot from the modeling perspective, but now I walk in like seeing a 360 picture. Like I have a different kind of respect for like the garment and everything. Yeah, not only that, I walk into a set now, I'm like, wow, this is expensive. So that's what I think too when I walk in. Like, like, oh, oh, uh, are you sure you need that extra person over there? Yeah. I don't think so. Even like the location of places, I'm like, yes. can we just shoot outside yeah. and like just figure it out as we go? Yeah. 
So I just got back from a trip in New York. And whenever I'm in New York and I take a shower and I wash my hair, my hair just doesn't feel the same as it does at home. And that's how I know that when I'm showering, the water quality and the water, it really does affect my hair, my skin, and how everything feels. And if you've ever noticed that and you've taken a shower somewhere, if you washed your hair and you're just like, wow, my hair feels really great or it doesn't feel quite the same, I have something that I think might be really helpful for you. Jolie is a beauty wellness company and they're focused on purifying the quality of our water for better skin and hair. We all know how to filter the water that we drink, but why not the water that we shower in? Many of our skin and hair issues actually start with our water, dry skin, damaged hair, hair color, eczema, rashes, and even hair loss. The water that we shower in is fundamental to the quality of our hair and skin. So that's why Jolie is tackling the root cause with the Jolie filtered showerhead. I just touched up my color when I just got it done recently. And I really want to make sure that my color lasts a long time. And I really want to take care of the quality of my hair. And it's so easy to install in your shower. And by filtering your shower water, you're really getting to the root of the problem and eliminating the contaminants, preventing you from your best skin and hair. Jolie is built to remove chlorine and heavy metals, which are the main culprits causing damage to our hair and skin. And I saw someone on TikTok talk recently and her video totally convinced me to install this in my shower because she was like it's changed my skin it's changed my hair it's made such a big difference get filtered shower water at jolieskinco.com that's jolieskinco.com or follow them at jolieskincode on instagram to learn more you guys are both getting married in the process of starting the brand how did you guys manage times of like preparing for your weddings, which I loved watching on Instagram, by the way, and also building a brand at the same time, because that's a lot of personal and professional things. I think we're both really good about separating different aspects of our life and sort of categorizing different things. Like we wake up in the morning and we know from eight to 12 is Joja. And from after that, you go and you work on your personal projects. Or what's great about having a partner is that if Josephine's out of town or if I'm out of town, the one person can pick up the extra weight. So it's not all on you. Yeah. Which no, it is was, very it helpful. Was great that we weren't getting married at the same time. <laughs> but I think especially like most of the time was completely fine. But those two weeks before and after your wedding or leading up to where you're like, okay, now I'm going 100% in. Well, then the other one took over. I was also very fortunate that my husband basically ran with the whole thing. Or <laughs> you're a lot more of a party planner. Like she's an event planner. In. It's my dream job. <laughs> well, your weddings were both beautiful and they want to try a piece for the first time. Where would you recommend that they start? Is there like a must-have piece? Ooh. I love our seamless collections. We have two different styles of clothes. We have our cut and sew, which is your typical legging that will have like pockets and things like that. And then we have our seamless, which is more of a compression fabric and it's a knit and it is the most comfortable legging tops you will ever wear. And I, I'm just so excited about Oh, it's so nice. And again, it took forever to find the exact right thread and everything. But yeah, I think we do a really good job with our shapes. And for me, it's like I would start with the V shapes. I love our level up leggings. It has like this very important cut for like really just like getting your curves and like hugging you the right places. And again, us having like not a lot of shape. <laughs> we really wanted to design in for that. But also it looks great in so many different sizes. So for us, it was just, we have women in mind. And we wanted to design for women, not for anyone else. I love it. Everything's so cute. I love all the colors and like the design. (laughs) And it's like the name was so perfect that you didn't even know at the time when you started this account that it would become a company. (laughs) Also, lucky that nobody had the name. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty lucky. You guys are co-founders in your business. You guys worked out together for shows. How do you guys keep each other motivated? 
I think by the gym. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I really, really don't like working out by myself. Like if I book a class, I get some sort of like a little bit of anxiety and nervousness, like walking into a new gym space that I haven't been to because I'm like, oh no, what? You feel Every, like the new, everyone new knows what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. And I just feel really awkward. So whenever I can have a buddy like Josephine and just call her and be like, hey, you want to come try this new class with me? It's so helpful. I also think that we all fall off the workout binge once in a while. And then whenever somebody, I see her posting every day, okay, I'm still going at 6 a.m. I'm like, okay, I can't be slacking. Like, I can't like not also, okay, so that little push out the door and like get off the couch. I think we constantly like pull on each other. Is there anything you've learned about each other now that you are working together in the business? I never thought about that. I think for us, it was like the, the start of Joja, you both do everything. You want to be part of everything. You need to know everything. And like, I think now that we're almost a year into like being out with Joja, we've slowly started figuring out our roles in the company. And I think that's super fun for me to really like get that hat on and be like different people. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like the strengths that each other has. Like I didn't know walking into Joja what my passion would be within the brand. And now I've completely figured that out. And I think she has as well. So I, yeah. And what is it? I have always been a very creative person. Visually, when I see things, I know exactly how I want them to be. And if they're not done the right way, it drives me up the wall. Like colors, the way things are positioned, it drives me like mad. Oh my God. Um, so I think I'm straight. like very much on the creative, like visual aspect of, you know, like how the logo is placed and how the clothes sort of like, you know, photograph and all that stuff. And what do you like doing? Oh, I love selling JoJo. For me, it's oh. like, like for me, I'm yes. such a salesperson at heart. I love going out and like literally making sure that every person on the planet knows who JoJo is. So it's almost like an in-house outhouse. I don't know if you call it that, but for us, it's like taking the range of we meet, we create the whole thing together, and then she runs with the image and then the campaign and what we've decided. And then I will go down, knock every door down, and make sure that everyone starts wearing JoJo. And what is like the marketing campaign now? Because you obviously both have like individually large platforms, but then how are you getting it out to more people? Honestly, social media, it's everything. We post a lot on TikTok. We're on YouTube. Our Instagram is constantly pushing out content 24-7. We do about three shoots a month strictly for social media outside of our campaigns and our e-commerce days. So there's a lot of content that is just constantly being pumped because I feel like people these days are always looking for so much inspiration and ideas. And a lot of the content we put out there is like Joja is a fitness brand, but I think it's more so a lifestyle brand. So what we do a lot of the times is show all of the different ways that you can wear Joja, not just for the gym. You can actually style it really nice. You can wear it out to dinner. You can wear it to the park grocery store playing with your kids so we push that content out so much and that has been able to attract different people not just like fitness especially because we're also just a direct-to-consumer brand at the moment we're just online so it makes sense to like keep that whole we don't need the storefront yet do you have like dream retailers you want to launch out do you want to keep it direct-to-consumer for a while i think we want to keep it direct-to-consumer for a little bit We have had discussions about next year going into some retailers. Still trying to figure out who the perfect person is for us, but our dream would be obviously a JoJo storefront of our own. Oh, I think people would love it. (laughs) Okay, my idea is you should do it with Dog Pound. You guys can take over the stores. People can come in. They already have the storefronts and places you can go. They can be pop-ups in places. Yeah. So that's what I think you guys should do. I can't (laughs) wait for our first pop-up. It's going to be so fun. Every time I see an empty space anywhere, I'm like, ooh. 
Yeah. It's so fun to be able to do and like test it as pop-ups too and like see where people are actually yeah. like wanting to come and like where the response is and like seeing people in real life. There's something about it. Like if you get 50 likes on a picture, you're like, oh, that's not very many people. But when it's 50 people in person, in person and they're like yeah. wearing your product, there's something about just seeing people. And when I came to the launch event, like everyone looked so good yeah. <laughs> seeing it in person. Thanks. How do you guys stay motivated in your own workouts? Because you guys are really busy and it's it's hard sometimes to be like, oh, I got to go do this. I think whenever I get out of it or you're really stressed, I realize how much of a difference it does to my mental state and my stress levels and my focus when I work out. Like I notice like when I skip on that, everything else starts feeling like more stressful. And like it just centers me so much. And like so I really try and get that feeling. And then you, you help a lot. Yeah, I think for me, it's when I look in the mirror. I know like if I do a really good week of working out, my body is really tight and toned and I like to feel strong. And when I don't feel strong and I start to feel like, oh, my arms are like feel a little weak, that really drives my mind crazy because yeah, I don't know. There's something about feeling strong and feeling like a badass that <laughs> makes me want to work out all the time. <laughs> I am so excited because the holidays are here. So I just got back from New York and I just love the fall weather. It makes me so happy to be there to see the fall leaves and a little bit of rain and cold weather. And Thanksgiving definitely reminds me that there's one iconic thing that I get up every year and I really look forward to, and that's the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So mark your calendar for the 96th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. This is so iconic and so special. It gives me so much nostalgia around like being a kid and waking up in the morning and doing this with my family. And I can't believe it's been 96 years. That's just incredible. So get ready to celebrate the start of the holiday season with giant balloons, elaborate floats, and loads of epic entertainment. The parade will be live from New York City on NBC and streaming on Peacock Thursday, November 24th from 9 a.m. to noon in all time zones. So you guys can check out all the fun details at Macy's.com slash parade. There's a couple things on here I think that you guys might want to shop for too. One is this really cute Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade star balloon. I love already thinking about the things I want to put on my Christmas tree. And there's really great nostalgic little mugs and snow globes and everything that really just puts me in the mood for the holiday season. I'm just so excited for all of the things in this holiday season and I'm already thinking about all of the gifts and things that I want to buy. So that morning I'm probably going to wake up, do my morning routine, put on the parade and I just like watching it and like baking or hanging out and doing something cozy with my family and friends. And I hope that you all can do something cozy with your family and friends or enjoy that morning. And I'm wishing you all a very happy holidays. Okay, so for people that can't go to a dog pound in like New York, LA, what online workouts do you guys like? Oh my goodness. You know who I love and is a good friend of mine is Tasha Franken. I haven't tried that. Oh my gosh. She does Pilates. Pilates okay. Floor Pilates. The hardest thing ever. Like she's the kind of girl that'll be like, okay, let's do 10 more here. And, and you're like, like already right, dying. <laughs> 20 more are left. And you're, like, you're no. definitely cursing at the screen when you're watching it. <laughs> she is so good. I love Tasha. Yeah. I was just like, I love the motivation of fine with Melissa Wood Health. Yeah. I think she just like always motivate me. And even if it's mornings where I don't feel Ugh, I can't work out today. It's just I can put her on and it's just, it's nice. I also love her personality. So I feel no, like when you watch nice. her, it's like she's so like nice and like good energy. So it's like I like spending the time with her on my screen. Exactly. What are your morning rituals like? How do you start your day? She actually introduced me. To, she's my health freak first. <laughs> I learn a lot. She introduced me to green like celery juice. And at first I was like, this is such a scam. I don't know. It just seems <laughs> and it doesn't taste that great. 
honestly, it's changed my entire morning, starting my day with that and just straight up. And it's for anyone who isn't regular or feel constipated and all these surfs. It works. That, <laughs> it, it, is, it works better than my coffee in my morning as any workout. It's kind of crazy how impressive that is. So for me, starting my morning with that, going into just a workout and then getting all my emails done is very much like I have to work out in the morning. Yeah, for me, I got all of my healthy morning routine kind of rituals from Miranda Kerr. She's a good friend of mine. And I was like, what do you do in the morning that makes you look this good all the time? I don't get it. So what I do is I drink 32 ounces of lemon water in the morning. 32? 32 ounces of water with one full lemon, room temperature. And then followed by that, I do 32 ounces of celery juice. I don't recommend starting out with 32 ounces. You got to work yourself up. You have to work yourself up. You're starting your day with 64 ounces of liquid. (laughs) It's a lot. There's another one. And then I do the heavy metal detox smoothie from Medical Medium, which Miranda also swears by. And for years, I've watched her drink this. And I'm like, I need to try it. And she was like, just do it for like a month. So I did it. And now it's been almost six months of doing it. And you're like full committed to it. I'm still going to have to jump on that Amazing. Like my skin is so much more glowy. You're so hydrated. If you go out at night and have drinks, you have no hangover in the morning just because you're just so hydrated. What else? Do you like meditate, journal? Do you guys have any other like daily habits you guys like to do? I think for me, it's just getting my workout in. Oh, my my constant is always the workout. But when I feel stressed or certain things, I really like to put my thoughts down on paper because sometimes it just helps just like focusing everything. But I have probably started like I probably have 10 random journals I've started here and there because every time I'm like somewhere I'm like I must buy a new notebook and just start writing and then do you guys like any like self-care body things like do you guys do dry brushing or lymphatic drainage oh that's my Melissa Wood Health have taught me that and it's done such crazy wonders for my skin and like how like especially coming off of long flight and everything I love the whole you should really start doing that I know I don't do anything like that I'm always the kind of person that's like oh I'm gonna try doing dry brushing or I'm gonna try to do the lymphatic and I'll buy a dry brush. It'll last one day. And then I'm like, eh, I'm over it. <laughs> no, I have this whole, like, I love, like, a long bath and the whole ritual and, like, the before dry brushing and then the lymphatic drainage on the whole body after. And I think I've seen a huge difference in just, like, not feeling so bloated all the time and feeling, like, the liquids in retaining. And same thing, applying that to my face has also just helped with the puffiness. And you guys travel a lot for work. So I feel like you're fatigued, your travel, your jet lag. Do you guys have any, like, jet lag tips that are really helpful? Mine is start eating according to the time zone right away. Like I honestly end up not eating a lot on planes because usually it's a night flight going somewhere. I also don't recommend plain food. It's just so much sodium and it really, for some reason, for me, I feel extremely bloated when I eat plain food. So if I know it's too long, I bring my own food most of the time. I won't eat if it's like night, the place I'm going. I'm trying to like start eating right away. What about you? For jet lag... What I like to do is look at the time at the location. So while I'm flying, I'm like, okay, if it hits 10 p.m. there, I should probably start trying to go to bed. And I try to adjust like that. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I'm usually just tired all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Especially when you're only flying for like two days and you're like, you almost have to ignore the time zone you fly into. Yeah. But then like you've just been gone for like 10 days in different time zones. So you just… Then my motto becomes sleep whenever you can. Sleep anywhere. Catch up. (laughs) And because you guys are always packing for trips, do you have any packing tips? One thing that I used to never do was plan my outfits. I used to just 
throw a bunch of things into a bag and be like, I'll figure it out when I get there, which was so insane because then you overpack so many things where now when I pack for a trip, I do a full fitting, take photos of each outfit that I'm wearing and write down what it's for. And then it makes my packing much more like everything I used. (laughs) I still do the panic pack once in a while, but I try and limit myself to like carry-ons, especially because with ever, ever since COVID, the amount of flights that like gets canceled and this, and I have an air, that air tracker, what's it called? Air, air tag. tag. My favorite thing on the planet. Now I know where my suitcase is at all times if I do have to check it in. But there's just too many changes and without a life that I, I need to be able to jump on another plane or change directions. So I try and stay. You can almost always get away with the overseas carry-on. And then sometimes I'm going to check it yeah. in. Okay, so I know it's a little further away from now because it's only November, but do you guys have any New Year's resolutions or intentions that you're thinking about? I think mine is always just trying to live a healthier lifestyle than the year I did before. And that's what I always say. And I feel like I actually do get better every year. I know some people just say like, oh, I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to do this. But I actually do work towards it. And I've compared, you know, if I think about last year compared to this year, I've done a complete 180 on oh I can see that yeah you have gotten really healthy this year and it's super motivating to watch so I guess my mind would be like try and see myself towards your <laughs> your healthiness because I could probably do a lot better you know I just think about it I'm like okay, I'm 31 there's no reversing so might as well now start yeah. you know being healthy. I still have one more year till I'm 30 so <laughs> or a few months goals for Joja in 2023 there's too many. <laughs> There's so many. I mean, for us, it's just constant keep growing. But I think I would really love to see us potentially, especially at the end of a year, going somewhere in retail. I would love to see us either in a department store or specialty stores or in like down in line home stores. Yeah. I think that we have such an amazing steady growth. And I'd like to keep that steady growth growing. I never want to be the type of brand that has like an immediate spike and then just crash. So I'm hopeful that we can just really keep, I'm hopeful, I know we will keep that (laughs) steady growth going. If there's an influencer content creator listening that wants to get on JoJo's radar for gifting or to come to events, how can they get in touch with the brand? Honestly, DM us. We're really like, uh, (laughs) I don't ever check my own DMs because that's a lot. But for JoJo, I find our community is so great. And we actually communicate with a lot of people over DMs. So it's a pretty easy way to reach us. And we are running everything, so we see everything. Amazing. Where can everyone follow you too? You can follow us at Joja for workouts <laughs> and clothing. And then Jazz Tooks on Instagram. And Josephine Scriper on Instagram. Amazing. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks so much for listening. And be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me. And follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.